0: I'm Jess
1: and I'm George,
0: and this is Trans Fantastic,
1: a podcast about gender identity, orientation, and a bunch of other things. Because that's Cause what's happening today. Because all the
0: things. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it doesn't stop. And. I don't get a Christmas break anymore.
1: No, you don't.
0: I used to be able to just catch up on all the things when I was teaching and all the kids would be on school break and then I would also be on school break and that would mean a little bit more parenting, but a whole lot less work. So I Mm can do things, Mm -hmm. but there is no break for things anymore. No. So all the things are happening, like your aunt in the hospital.
1: So over the last pandemic, (laughs) my aunt was supposed to get a colonoscopy. Yep. And it got canceled.
0: A lot of routine exploratory and diagnostic and just routine maintenance type procedures got canceled or postponed.
1: And, you know, this may have helped. I mean, I had a colonoscopy and then had a huge problem crop up later anyhow without very much warning at all. Right. But my aunt has had consistent problems the whole time. Yes. I did not. So... She's had recurrent hospital visits over gut problems Mm -hmm. in the last year and a half.
0: A little bit bit more. Yeah. And combine that with her recurring neurological problems. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time the doctors can't quite figure out which is which because neurological problems cause a host of other problems as well. So anything with neurological problems is going to spiral back on itself.
1: Yep. Yep. And she's been to the hospital, I want to say, at least seven times.
0: That sounds like an at least number.
1: Yes. And in between, you know, like she would maybe be ready to go to a doctor's appointment and then it would get canceled because she'd be at the hospital. And some of these were her general practitioner. some of them were the specialists for the colon and so forth. And as these appointments came and went and didn't happen, mm-hmm. one of them, I want to say a few months ago, in the midst of this, you know, back and forth to the hospital for the same things, she had an appointment with a gastroenterologist from one of the two places here. And uh, she-
0: Small town, we're lucky she to have two.
1: <laughs> supposed to um, do that over the phone because pandemic and old lady and- Right. So I'm in the yard doing, I don't know, something. So it was before the smoke, that much I can gauge. Okay. And the guy is calling me and he says, I'm trying to get a hold of your aunt. You're the emergency contact. I can't get a hold of her. She's not answering her phone and we have an appointment by phone. So I probably could have called her and looped her into the phone call, but I wasn't thinking of that because we're... Not that far from her. Right. So I went over to her house and the doctor called back and I gave her the phone and she talked to him and she told him she was doing fine and there was nothing wrong with her. (laughs) this
0: is not why you see a specialist
1: hanging my head and shaking it because Uh, I was ready to toss her over the balcony
0: oh my god because
1: she had had problems all week but if she feels better for a minute she forgets about it and ends up in the hospital six weeks later so you know whatever there's no talking to her because of the neurological issues she's not able to follow
0: trains of thought comprehension and retention are a struggle
1: so stopping her in the middle of it and talking to her... I mean, I just was like, I, I can't believe this. I'm not even going to deal with her because there's no talking to her. Mm-mm. And sure enough, it came back several more times.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but she's fine. She's either
1: fine or she's not fine. And she's probably had this problem the whole time. That would have killed me, I'm sure, because she's been on antibiotics. When she goes off of them, she gets sick again. So this last weekend this weekend after Thanksgiving. So a week later, I took her for blood work on a Friday and she was really wobbly. Mm-hmm. She was in one of her drunken sailor states of, you know, couldn't stand upright holding on to something. Yep. And she had come down that she can hold on to the railings and come down the stairs. But then she was at the bottom of the stairs with her cane and that was not going to work. She could not aim the cane. She could not find upright She was tilting. So I said, hold on to this railing. Give me that cane and I will go up and get your walker. And I got her walker and we went and got blood work and she couldn't even drive the walker right. But on the way back, I mean, you know, she'd been up for a little bit. You can't get an appointment early unless you are booking several months out. You can't get an early morning, you know, fasting appointment. You just have to go sit there. Right. And I had to first take the boy to school and then go get her. So she probably had been up a little bit, but she had the blood work. Then we went and got some coffee and you know just a little bit of food to shore her up again. And she was much better. She could drive the walker. She went home. She was just going to hang out and rest. And she had been doing some running around with grandma or aunties or somebody Mm -hmm. during the week, quite a bit of it. So she knew she needed to rest. But apparently she didn't feel good after that. She didn't say anything to me until Sunday when she said she couldn't get around the house. She had been crawling around. And again, there's no talking to her, so she did not want to go to the hospital. And I understand that. She's been there several times.
0: You get tired of it.
1: She's tired of it. They don't They don't fix anything. Mm-hmm. They can't find what's wrong with her because she has a number of things that just kind of overlap mm-hmm. that are hard to...
0: Hard to pinpoint which one needs to be treated right now.
1: Yeah. Can't untangle the symptoms very easily. Right. So I thought, well, she'll go to the hospital if she needs to, and there's nothing I can do to make her. Right. But grandma's unrelenting. And uh, according to my aunt, hollered at her. (laughs) According to witnesses, she uh, urged her. So when I was walking the dog in the morning, I had talked to her. She didn't want to go to the hospital. I understood that. And she didn't seem to have a fever or anything. She just, she was weak. It's hard to tell exactly what's happening with her symptoms because it's all or nothing. And um then I talked to her in the afternoon and she said, well, I've had an MRI and they made me pee in a cup. And I'm thinking, okay, you're at the hospital now. <laughs>
0: Like, she didn't lead with that. She led with all the things that the hospital made her do, but mm. not... I didn't know. Right.
1: I guess I was supposed to know. I don't know.
0: You're, you're supposed to be a mind reader. Of course, she probably thought she had already told you.
1: Who knows? Maybe she thought grandma told me. Mm. They were all supposed to go to some Christmas concert thing. Okay. Which my aunt kept thinking was a nutcracker, which it wasn't. But she kept thinking that. And of course, she wasn't feeling well, so she wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. And... The rest of them were going, so they were gone, and she was at the hospital. And by late afternoon, they had discovered she did have a perforation in her colon, and so they were going to do a surgery right away. Wow. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's good that they finally found what was wrong, but like, it shouldn't have taken them that long.
1: No, and it wouldn't have outside of a pandemic.
0: Well, but yeah.
1: At least it's not. It's likely it would not have because all these gaps in phone appointments that didn't happen and video appointments that I'd set up and then she'd lose the connection and all that kind of stuff are not as thorough as she would have been going in the offices each time they would have been taking her vitals and saying, gee, why is your heart rate 147 right now? Oh, gosh. Which is she was sick. Yeah. So yeah, so she she uh, had an emergency colon surgery, and of course, apparently, even though Grandma's the one who goaded her into going to the hospital, she didn't tell Grandma either because they kept trying to call her. Oh gosh! And so I went over to Grandma's with my work wife to drop off something and to update her on my aunt. And she said, "Your aunt's not answering her phone." I said, "Oh, she's in surgery." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that would have been good to know. Right. Yes. Yes, it would have. So yeah, the good news is they have finally found the problem. It's probably way worse than it would have been. They had to take a lot of her colon out and she has a colostomy bag and they will... Doctor called me after and said sometime in the spring, they will take it out. They need it to have time to heal in there. Mm -hmm. So she's still at the hospital. It's been some days now and she's at the hospital. And, you know, I'd get a message once in a while, like from my sister saying, boy, have they got our aunt drugged up because...
0: Because she's actually trying to have a conversation with her, which wasn't easy beforehand anyway. Right. But...
1: And pain meds, it's a nope.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: And I said, yeah, she's got pain. She's in pain. But they were trying to set up where, what kind of rehab, like skilled nursing deal, they were going to be able to send her to somewhere, hopefully close to our area, because they are at the edges and a couple in the middle. And... She didn't know where any of them were, so she had to call me and complain to me about that and then have me have a solution of, please have the social worker at the hospital take a picture and send it to me, Mm -hmm. and I will tell her which ones are our top three preferred and which one is absolutely no, which is...
0: The one that your mother was at that they... The
1: first time, yeah. First
0: called Tombstone.
1: Yes. Yes. That's the nickname of it. Uh. So we did that. And then yesterday, I'm not sure what triggered this, but she got really agitated. I don't know if they reduced her pain meds or, you know, something happened and and she was awake enough to notice her agitation. The
0: question is, is she getting all of her seizure meds? Because that may or may not be affecting her dementia. And that's just part of dementia that you get really yeah. agitated sometimes. Well,
1: I can see her chart online. Yes. Through the, you know, access, I can see it. And it looks to me like they're giving her her meds. Okay. But I don't, I don't know, you know, how she's processing those considering her colon's not in one piece. So well,
0: yes, that's there's the that. other thing is that it needs um, to be absorbed. Yes, continue.
1: <laughs> and and then of course she had a bunch of pain meds and now she's awake enough to be aware that she doesn't know what's going on and be mad about it. <laughs> So she called me and she was really mad. She said, no, what's going on in this hospital? And and they want her to sign. And there's something about another procedure. And, and I'm looking in her chart and I said, I, I can't find anything about a procedure. I see that they want to sign you up to go to skilled nursing. That's probably what it is. So then the social worker came in because she had demanded to see the social worker. So uh-huh. the social worker had to deal with her. And so she got off the phone with me and I thought, well, there's a 42% chance the social worker will be able to do with her okay maybe they were not then oh. then one of the doctors called me and said so your aunt is here and can you tell me what you already know about why your aunt is here so i don't have to go over everything oh. and i said yeah she she was having a recurrent pain and and a health issue and she came in and you found a, a problem and did a surgery and and now we're trying to get her into skilled nursing he says yes
0: good so and I find it amusing that he questioned her ability to communicate with you like from the jump. Does she have a dementia diagnosis in her chart yet?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But um, he said, so basically the paperwork is discharge paperwork to go to the rehab place. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's what I thought, but she doesn't seem to understand that. And I said, just a fair warning. Sometimes she doesn't understand things. Mm-hmm. She gets a little confused. Mm-hmm. And... Because of that, he said, well, with that consideration, and they weren't going to move her till like 5.30 at night, mm. with that consideration and with the consideration that she's not entirely cooperating with her clear liquid
0: diet. By which you mean she's not ingesting it or she's eating things that are not or...
1: No, they won't give her things that are not and she can't get to things that are not. But Okay, um, I didn't
0: know if she had like... No. Auntie or grandma bringing things to her or...
1: No, although grandma would probably bring her anything at all to get her to eat. I but um, no, grandma's not been over there. My old boss was over there, grandma's neighbor, and picked up the keys for the mailbox to bring to me. And that I knew that was going to be a long process because she lives down the street and is slightly better at time than our number three child. Maybe, maybe not.
0: Depends on the setting. Yeah. When it comes to professional and things that require, you know, functioning for the sake of her own ability to pay bills and such, she's probably slightly better. When it comes to social and other things like that, she's probably not. Yeah. But that's okay.
1: And she had the keys and she's also known for losing keys. So I was a little concerned. And I've said before to my aunt, don't ever give her your keys, please. I'll just get them myself. But, Mm -hmm. you know. No, i'm sure that that she wanted to be doing something helpful and my aunt was thinking then i won't have to come to the hospital this is an ordeal to go to the hospital yeah you know to get in there and wear all the stuff and all the deal still pandemic so i called my aunt back and she was still really wound up really angry i said well i talked to the doctor i looked at all the stuff the paperwork is for you to discharge out of the hospital and go to the place hopefully by our house for skilled nursing rehab and she said okay then I'll sign it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I said, if they come in and there's a problem, just call me right away while they're still in there and I will talk to them. Mm-hmm. So now she's delayed herself. And the problem with any skilled nursing, and it might probably is like this anywhere in the country, but it's definitely like this in our small area. If she doesn't get in while they have an opening, she'll be somewhere else in the next town. And I'll have to go over there if she needs something. Mm -hmm. And it'll be once instead of every day. Because if she's near our house, I can go every day. Yeah. So she's supposedly going to go there today. But but the, the problem with the clear liquid diet is she doesn't like it. And so she doesn't ingest very much at all. And that makes a problem for them to figure out if the colostomy bag is working. And,
0: and did you explain to her that if you want to get out of there, you have to eat and drink what they're giving you?
1: She'll just gripe at you and complain about what it is. And it's a clear liquid diet. Do you know what that is? And it's terrible. And
0: Yes, it is terrible. Do you uh, want to get out of there? Keep coming back to, here's the thing you want. Here is how she you She can't it.
1: concentrate that long on it. And uh, she's not that willing. No. She's really, really, really not that willing. In her mind... It's kind of like the little kid holding out. If I hold out, you'll give me ice cream, right? So, because she knows the hospital has ice cream and pudding.
0: But that's not clear liquids. That's... It's
1: it's not. But in her mind, if she holds out, she will get the ice cream.
0: Nope. Uh, If she holds out, she will get an IV.
1: Yes, she will. (laughs) And once they do that, she might decide, okay, let me eat this stuff. Right. I understand it's not good, but no. it's not there to be palatable. It's there to keep you alive. Right. Clay liquid diet does not say yum. It says live. <laughs> right?
0: And I think there may be a little bit of that problem going on too. I mean, I remember your mom at the end was like, I just want to be done. Can I just be done now?
1: Yeah. And she didn't want to eat. And And in part, you know, she was having digestive problems Mm -hmm. as well. And so she had the C. diff and all kinds of problems going on that don't make you want to eat. My aunt's not as conscious and vocal about it, but there is always that question of, and so by not eating the clear liquid diet, are you saying you don't want to do this, or what's your story
0: here? Yeah, and I mean, our state is not one of them, but there are states where you can just say, I want to be done, and you can get assistance with that. Yes. And I think that the right to die is something that should be available everywhere.
1: It shouldn't. But if it had been available for my mom, my, my mom probably would have even just stayed at the hospital and did it, and my sister would have been mad and had to hurry up and get here because... Mm-hmm. You know because that that's that's just, that would have been such an easier option. Oh my gosh,
0: it would. And I mean, your mom would have been it had would have so been much less suffering.
1: Two weeks less of suffering at least.
0: And so I wonder if that's part of it sometimes with your aunt that she like can't admit to herself or to anyone else that she just doesn't want to do this anymore or whether she even can realize that or come up with enough words to verbalize it given her neurological challenges lately.
1: I, I think she's probably sometimes half aware of of it. And the other half, like I said, is being that little kid who wants the ice cream and you're going to give me the ice cream or I won't have anything. So if she can't have ice cream, yes, she would rather die. Mm-hmm. But it's not as conscious as my mother was with it. Yeah. Yeah. So with how rather sturdy she is considering the condition she's been plodding through over the last year and a half, she's very likely to go to the rehab place and get well again like she did last time she went to rehab, which was, I looked it up, it was uh, August
0: this so, is a repeating pattern yeah
1: because they, there's a schedule and at first when she gets there she usually eats and then after a while she starts complaining about it and doesn't want to
0: but she she enjoys the novelty of it at first i think she also
1: enjoys the company the people around Yes. You know, she's a very social person.
0: Which is why I think if we could get her into a memory care facility, I think she would do really well there. But but she's not going to admit that she...
1: But she also only has social security and nobody's going to pay for that. Yeah. They just won't. That's true. So. Damn it. Medicare doesn't pay for... They don't care if you can see or chew your food or if you go out the door and get lost and never show up again. They don't care at Medicaid. Those are not things they cover. Humbug. Yeah. Well. So that's those current events. Mm Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we did have, of course, Thanksgiving last week, and my aunt was here. And our friend who lost his husband earlier in the year was here.
0: Yes, the widow friend whose husband's wake was at the gay bar. Yes. And so, with all of that going on between being widowed and being subsequently staying with people, because he's got his own health problems. Yes. He's got a lot of things to manage, and it's really hard to manage them when you're dealing with grief. And so, we invited him for Thanksgiving.
1: Yes. And, and it was very he, nice to have was, him here. Oh,
0: he was such a sweetheart. I love that guy. He brought homemade cranberry sauce,
1: homemade pomegranate cranberry sauce. It was delicious. I ate all of it.
0: Cranberry sauce is not usually in my jam, but I even ate some. Well, so yeah, yes. and he was helpful, and he helped in the kitchen, and he made social. Well, and- we
1: we didn't know he was displaced again until he called and said, "Hey, can we can I stick some things in your garage?" and Then at the same, around the same time my aunt had gone in the hospital and we, I figured out she's not coming home anytime soon. And when she's not home, I have to go over there and water the plants and get the mail and check on the house. And because she does watch TV and watch news and stuff, she worries about break-ins because, you know, they happen a lot and it's news a lot lately because it's almost Christmas
0: and her apartment is on the outskirts of her complex, so it's...
1: On a busy street near yeah. near a busy big box store area. So she worries a little bit about that. Not that she has anything much, but people are usually looking for either medications or something to sell. Fortunately, it, it was a good match for our widowed friend to stay there and house it for my aunt and have a place to stay that's convenient for him to get to work because he takes uh, transit.
0: Yes, the apartment complex is on a bus route. Yeah. Because that's and one, it's of, nice. one of the few city things that our small town does have.
1: It, it, sort of, kind of, almost.
0: Well, fair.
1: It's not entirely functional, but it does get people to downtown areas. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have another queer around and visiting, and he can come over and hang out, or, you know, if he needs a ride from work, I can get him. If he needs to get something from our garage, or wants to come do laundry, or
0: yeah, whatever. And it's totally great that. Like your aunt can benefit from having a house sitter and he needs a place to stay mm-hmm. and the universe just works out all at once.
1: And because he she had met him at Thanksgiving, as soon as I said, Hey, he needs a place to stay she's oh let him he could stay there. That's fine. She even with all her other stuff going on, she could answer that question before I finished it.
0: Yeah, that's totally great. So
1: that was wild.
0: Yeah. Um, so I mean that's awesome. Now the question is, will she remember next week that she's got a house sitter? <laughs>
1: Maybe. <laughs> the thing is, her plants will be happy.
0: And her food in her fridge will not go to waste. Yes. And.
1: Yes. Because I told him today, because I gave him a ride so he could come get something out of the garage. I said, usually I don't know what to do with all that food. I know she has more in there than I ever imagined she knows what to how to use it all. Because she can't stop herself from shopping. But she doesn't eat that much because of the health problems she's had. And a lot of it is stuff I don't eat. Like anything with a fake sugar, I can't eat that. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, it's no problem. I can eat whatever. So it'll be fine. Right. So thank you because I'm glad. I feel bad when you and I have an issue when groceries are going to go to waste.
0: Yes, that's true. <laughs> because you and I grew up in at least intermittent food instability, nutritional instability. And so don't let the food go to waste. Even if you're full, finish what's on your plate because goodness knows when your next meal might be.
1: If there's three bites of something perfectly good left, that's what a small Tupperware is for.
0: <laughs> yes. Save it. <laughs> then you can have it for breakfast. Breakfast tomorrow because three bites of breakfast might be all you get tomorrow.
1: Yeah, or in our case, it might be the perfect supplement to the other three bites that you have in a different container.
0: Well, that's it now, but that that mindset never goes away. It it doesn't. It hasn't. Right.
1: That was a long time ago for me, and it hasn't never ever gone away. No. So
0: so, your aunt's in the hospital. Our widow friend is staying at your aunt's to house sit and to have a place to stay. And
1: and my work wife has given notice at work. Finally. I was going to say given notice, but you didn't give me notice, so that's good. Ha uh-huh. ha. She um, seems much happier.
0: That's good. A lot of times the the sense that retirement is coming can make the job easier to do. The idea that something better is on the way Mm -hmm. makes it easier to slog through a hard thing.
1: She's been slogging through for several months. She really was ready to leave in the middle of summer. But circumstances such as Mm -hmm. the first of the year is a better time to retire when you're in a government job because there's payout from... Whatever sick leave and annual leave she has saved up and that can go right into her retirement account, but there's a tax penalty if you get payout and, but not if it's January because it's you know. Right. Her income will be much more reduced. Yes. starting in January. So
0: That makes sense. That won't
1: be a problem. So she managed to hang in there. I think she did, felt bad about leaving sooner. I mean, she's a couple of years younger than me, so she's not old enough without taking a penalty and the the only reason you go to a government job that pays less is to get the retirement. So
0: Yeah, and that and the job security. Yeah. But like I can totally see how at this point she she hasn't had the responsibilities that we've had she she, ha- she doesn't have children. She is right. long since divorced. She's been single for decades and it's just her. So she can live on a penalty retirement.
1: She can, and she she figured that out and went for it, and she'll be done in two weeks, two weeks work days.
0: Meanwhile, you have a year left until you reach retirement age where you don't have to take the penalty, Mm -hmm. and I'm still figuring out how we're going to make up the difference of your decreased retirement paycheck as opposed to your actual working paycheck. It's part of why I took the second job.
1: We could try to get our children to waste less money. (laughs) I can dream.
0: (laughs) But- Either way, she's been coming over and helping with things. And was she? She was at Thanksgiving, also, wasn't she? And she had offered to help oh, our widow yeah. friend. And our widow friend had asked me if I had her number to help with like getting a ride for some places or doing some things. And I was like, well, since you have to move stuff, let me just use George's car because it has lots of room to move. Did stuff.
1: you give him her number?
0: Oh, I hadn't gotten around to doing you know, that and yet.
1: And he doesn't really have a phone right now, so she'd no, have he can't to put
0: actually use phone. And that's the thing. He's only on messenger services. He doesn't have...
1: I'll tell her that. And then she can put messenger on her phone. She might do it for something like that. Otherwise, she would never do it.
0: No, she's not a messenger type of person. She
1: doesn't have Facebook on her phone. No. So... So... But anyhow... The
0: holidays are in full swing and... Everybody seems to be where they need to be, at least for now. Yep. Is there anything gendery about all of that?
1: The only thing that comes to mind is I I knew it wasn't going to be a problem when the doctor called me and I was dealing with him because I'm a dude and he's just going to believe that I understand what he's saying.
0: (laughs) Because men doctors will believe men, patients, and men clients.
1: Yes. That's the only thing I can think of right now.
0: It's interesting dealing with our widow friend because he's a fellow queer. Mm -hmm. And the way that he deals with us, it's funny because like he knows that you're just a dude, but he also knows that you're trans. Mm -hmm. And he knows that I'm just a dude, even though I look like...
1: You look like somebody who has a mom purse. Well. Well, (laughs) Because you do.
0: I do. And... So that's always a fun time. It's nice to have other adults around. It's nice to have other queers around. Yes. And this is something that we've been talking about missing for a while. Yes. And so I think that's part of why it's less challenging to want to find the energy after dealing with work and dealing with children and dealing with elderlies to still want to help out another friend. Yes. Because he's good company.
1: He is. So Yes. So hopefully he'll be able to hang out a little bit as the holidays continue. And I know my cousin Vinny is coming back to visit us as well.
0: Oh, yay. And they'll get to stay in the newly renovated office that you have spent the last week painting and...
1: Scraping the ceiling. Oh my
0: God, you scraped the fucking ceiling. I couldn't believe the popcorn
1: that. popcorn off the ceiling.
0: I was like, why? But because like, my
1: work wife challenged me and then was going to help. And then of course I had a cold and, and she so couldn't help on the days I was doing it. So
0: yeah. But I had done it once before with my old work spouse, and I was not going to do it again. No,
1: it's kind of one of those things you do once.
0: Yeah mm Nope. But then you painted the ceiling and then you painted the walls and then we started assembling furniture. Well, I had to
1: paint and paint and paint the ceiling because now I'd scraped everything off of it. But fortunately, I had some, you know, flat paint that was good primer in the garage.
0: Yeah. okay.
1: Good enough for primer. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. And now the office is brightly colored and it has most of the furniture. and
1: And it has nice bright colors. Yeah. That you picked?
0: Well, you picked the colors. You
1: That was the pride purple.
0: Yes, you wanted the pride flag purple, and so I helped you find the pride flag purple and in the, the, the paint a, app.
1: The app, paint app matched a green, a mint green, and then you picked a gray, light gray ceiling, which is the same as ours up here. In, in the um, bedroom. And the trick was painting two opposite walls with enough time to dry to paint the other two walls and be able to cut in. So it was a little... Right. A little bit of scheduling. But... Yeah. But... That's where Vinny will stay.
0: We have all the queers around because...
1: All of them. There's two. There's, well, there's that's us. all we
0: have access to right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. It's, it's 200% more than we had before.
1: <laughs> yes, dear.
0: <sighs> I mean, if we're counting adults.
1: True. There's always lots of little queer children.
0: There are always lots of little queer children, including ones getting drunk and walking into our house unannounced. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you didn't know he was there until he went in number three's room. was like, when did Juke get here?
0: Oh, gosh, this kid. All right, but we'll figure all that out and probably talk more about it next time. Okay. So is there anything else for today? I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, TransPantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time, we are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Your aunt in the hospital.
1: Yep, my aunt is in the hospital.
0: Give us the background on the past year and how she got to the hospital.
1: Right. Okay. We could try to get our children to waste less money. (laughs) I can dream. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha 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 ha!